This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. I am Sarah Bivens. With me is my husband, Matthew Bivens. What's up, beautiful? Hi. Hello. We always, um, I don't know if this happens to you. Well, you've had the last name longer than me, but I get Bevins. Bevins? Bevins a lot. When people are yeah. like, oh, Miss Bevins. I'm like, it's, it's Bevins. It's and then my whole life. It's also spelled all kinds of different ways. I had no idea that Bevins could be spelled so many different ways. People put L's in there. Blevins? No, they don't. I'm telling you. You've had that? Okay, well, I haven't I've had, had this that. my whole life. Maybe, okay, maybe I need Bevin, another decade under my belt. B-I-V-I. Uh-huh. Bevins. Mm-hmm. Blevins. Mm-hmm. Byrons. Yeah. When they write it, they'll think oh, the wow. is an R. Uh-huh. Yeah. V. And like, you know, V, when you're saying that on the phone to someone, that can get translated into a multitude of things. And so, yeah, that's interesting. So my maiden name is Russell. And there are not a lot of ways to mess that up. But maybe the occasional one L because I was a double L or uh, so it's it's interesting living with a new name and the, the things that come with that. In one respect, I was like, yes, I'm towards the top of the alphabet now because being R, you know, you're always last to be called in classrooms <laughs> and things like that. Uh, so it's like moving on up. But then at the same time, people don't get it right. So it's <laughs> there's always a trade off. I feel like when you change your name. Imagine if it was your first name, if you had like a different sounding or different type of first name. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure there are people right now thinking about their own things or like women who have changed their last names. Like, oh, you don't even know. Like Bivens is, sounds great compared to what I'm going through right now or, you know, the, whatever. The, the of... Julia Gulias out there. <laughs> or like the skis, like the name, the last names and then like the Wachowskis and stuff like that. Those just probably get demolished when people are trying to Why? say their names. When there's all kinds, the, the, I just feel like there's a lot of letters. Like there's way more than you would think. <laughs> like there's some just like snuck in there. Anyway, um, yeah, what's going on with you, dude? I don't know. <laughs> that was a heck of a tangent. Uh, cool day today. We did some shopping, IKEA. We did get an argument in the middle of IKEA, though. That was interesting. 
Yeah, that was. We can. Um, we should like totally derail the original topic and just talk about that. I don't think we necessarily have to, but it's interesting. I feel like a lot of our whatever you want to call them, disagreements, fights, I don't really care about whatever it's called, but uh, stem from either a work conversation or like our own personal growth conversations. Like we're, we're those people that that's where our di- like discord comes from is like something we might be intensely working on in our own self yeah. or lives and then it becomes this thing this or you know work stuff. But I can't think of a time when like we've gotten in a fight at least recently over like house stuff or... No. I don't know, other things like that, but it's like, I'm working on me and this is what's happening or like, no, this is what we need to do for this project or in this part of our business or whatever. So anyway, I, a woman did walk by me when we were in the rug section and I feel like she felt, I feel like she was kind of like me, you know, how I can like energetically feel what's going on in a room, like someone's fighting over there or someone's like doing this over there. I feel like she had that. And so she kind of walked by. I think she gave me a little bit like, I got you, girl. Like, I, I feel what's going on. It's okay. I got a little bit of that from her. It was interesting. It's not like we were yelling or anything, but like, you know, we were off to the side, like in the rug section, kind of in an intense uh, thing. Were so. you intending to share the details or do you just wanted to like let people know that we I wasn't going to hide it? No, I, I was just share, like that was just part of our day. It was, in, I mean, interesting part of our day that we got into an argument a few hours ago in Ikea. <laughs> uh, how would you distill in one sentence? I was taking some feedback personally as it relates to uh, we were talking about our businesses and our coaching and all kinds of stuff. And then I was sharing with you some strategies and some things I'm working on. You were just asking me questions, which is normal what a normal human being would do. And uh, I was just kind of taking it personally. And I think also kind of distracted by the elements around us. Like we're looking for things and we're actively trying to like pick up items. And we also were on a clock. We had like 20 minutes until we had to go pick up Maya from school. So there's all of that going on. And then on top of it, I'm hearing stuff that I'm feeling like I needed to start getting defensive around and over. And so, you know, that, that I feel like contributed to the colorful output of the situation. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. That's pretty and then I, I got I get frustrated when we're at the end of an argument and we're done. Mm-hmm. And like you know, in this case I felt like I was I was like, Okay, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But I didn't sense from you you were cool, like you needed more time mm-hmm. to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. And then that threw me for like the next couple hours. Mm. I was like, What the heck? You brought it up. Yeah. Like you brought it up and I gave you my, my thoughts and then you got salty about it and then now the rest of the trip is all tainted. Yeah. And I love going to IKEA, so I was like you messed my trip up. Pooped on your IKEA party. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a great thing, a great point though to bring up. I think it just reveals our both of our opportunities in in our exchanges and things like that. And I I got new insight today when I was trying to explain to you that like I am fine, like everything's out there. However, it just might take a second to get back to neutral. And you're like, yeah, but it's it's done, like it's cleared. And so I had this download from the universe of, you know, like when you clean something up, like when you clean a space, it's clean, but you might still smell the fumes of what you used to clean it with for a while. And that that to me just really resonated as far as a clear way to express to you what was going on. Like, yes, it is clear. It's all out there. But like, let the room air for a second or like, let it air out. I hadn't really had a tangible way of kind of describing that until today. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Can't argue with that. You know what this conversation is really great that this came up, actually. It's a great segue into something that we're working on. And so maybe we could just talk about that for two seconds, plug that before we go into the topic. Yeah. So you and I are working on creating this 
awesome experience, very in alignment with what we just talked about, basically. And the working title of this new upcoming project, folks, is The Couples Conversation. So that's what we're working with right now. It might it might switch up, so don't hold us to that. But The Couples Conversation is going to be a 12-week experience, essentially, for maybe you as an individual or a couple. That would be great. But sometimes there's you know one person in the couple who does kind of the self-development research or finds the things and then brings it back to the relationship. So either that person or both people to go on a journey with us of talking about some real shit, real stuff that comes up in your partnership and covering all sorts of topics of balancing parenthood and business, balancing uh, intimacy, sex, connectedness, finances, all of that stuff. Um, And I feel like it's time to do something like that. I feel really moved and called and inspired. Um, We've both gotten a lot of collective feedback from both of our separate podcasts, our, our projects, People are interested in relationship stuff. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you believe that people, you know, what want, want more, are hungry for that, you know, you know, are really uh, just craving some honest, vulnerable, authentic conversation around that. So we're going to be doing that and uh, we're putting it out there now just to kind of whet your appetite, pique your interest. And if you are interested in it or you have some ideas for it, hit us up. Um, you could reach us through through this platform. That's fine. Hello at dihpodcast.com. And I will keep you posted on when that'll launch and how you can get in on it and all that great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, the topics that we're going to get into are, it's like, it's the stuff that need to be addressed and talked about and yeah. picked through yeah. in relationships. And you and I have gone through so many things in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, 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 in the style of how we parent and how we are with one another and our love style and the things that we do for ourselves. Right. And we've had so many breakdowns and way many more breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're both also balanced lifestyle coaches. And yes. so we come with tools and with perspectives mm-hmm. and principles mm-hmm. and, you know, both very focused on living a, a principled-centered yeah, life and and coming from a place of power and, mm-hmm. and how we approach different things and so I'm excited because the it's, this is this this is the stuff this is like the makeup of a powerful deep intimate synergistic loving joyful relationship yeah that's what we're talking that's about. that's hot yeah, yeah it's like the thread of the DNA yeah that creates that because we've gotten a lot of feedback on the show outside of birth related stuff that's like you know how do you guys approach this as a couple or how have you tackled this in your marriage or this and that or you know all that so if that's any of you listening right now get excited for this you know so keep you know your ears perked uh, because it's coming soon there's no topic there's nothing that's off limits with us in our relationship correct and we're bringing that to the couple's conversation that energy it's gonna be full throttle so you're definitely gonna want to be in on this experience. And so think of like, you know, like those workshops or those mastermind groups where it's going to be all of that packed into one and virtual. You don't even have to physically be here. Um, you can join us in on what we're going to be doing each week and um, you get all that access. So more details to come. More to come. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 
All right, dude. That's the second time I've said dude. I love the word dude. I have Why? no problem. Why? I've just said it for years. Like I've always been that girl who's like, dude, this and that. Even when I'm talking to another female, I, I'm a duder. I'm a duder. What can I say? <laughs> love it. I want to talk about how to deal with things in parenthood that don't exactly go the way that you planned. So my uh, plan <laughs> for this conversation about plans that don't go according to plan is to uh, be a little bit up, up here, so uh, general, and then bring it down to an example and one that we've recently experienced and how we've kind of processed and gone through that. We have a great so, example. Yeah, great example. Currently everyone ongoing. has to go through eventually. So that's what I love about it. It's, you know, you might choose or pick certain things you might do or not do in parenthood. But if you are in an industrialized, civilized culture, you will be going through the thing that we've been going through. Um, so the elements around things that you might be planning as far as parenthood, I'm talking about things like timing when's the right time to do something or to move into a phase of parenthood? And what is that? And what does that look like? Uh, how do you factor in the opinions of other people, mm -hmm. family, friends, your community? How do you cope with comparing yourself to other people and what other parents are doing that you may not even know, but Instagram and the beautiful world of social media has given us that insight, has given us that door to look into the lives of other people that we will never encounter. And yet we will base things that we do in our own lives off of what they're doing yeah. and judge ourselves as complete failures or better than them. Even if we, you know, however we're doing things in accordance with what they're doing. Another thing might be the article that you read or the book that you read or the blog, whatever, that has just completely influenced your philosophy on a certain aspect of your parenting style. And it has become kind of like your doctrine for how you conduct yourself and dare you deviate from any aspect of that because this expert says it looks like this and goes this way. And then how do you reconcile uh shifting things up with the plan that you were so fervently committed to and had to stick with. Um, if you're that type of personality, <clears throat> I am. So <laughs> uh, those are all the things that I'm talking about when it comes to approaching a thing in parenthood, either by yourself or with your partner collectively, all of that stuff. And then how do you apply it to any of the possibilities like sleeping, how you're going to do it, how you're going to approach it, you know, in, in the infant stage, in the baby toddler phase, uh, nursing or breastfeeding, what your plan is there, food, how you're going to feed your child, in what way, in what philosophy, um, screen time, daycare, vaccinations, potty training, all examples of what I feel like these elements are, are universal across those boards. Like any one of those things I just listed, you could dive into and spend a whole episode on each of those, but yeah. I feel like they're all at play. Yeah, totally. So do you have any feedback on that before I move on? No, I love the way you broke everything down. Yeah, I mean, those are the main things. And, and like I said, to go into the specifics of each thing, it, we would be here forever. Yeah. But I'm sure, you know, as I listed those, like timing, other people's opinions, comparison, um, the resources you might be using, the plan you might have made, you might be thinking of your own example in any of those scenarios right now. Um, so I invite you to do that. You know, think about it, maybe even jot some of them down if it helps. Or maybe this is something from years ago in parenthood or with the first kid, and you, you're still kind of working on any sort of residual frustration or guilt or resentment maybe towards your partner or whatever around that thing and how it didn't go the way that you kind of ideally imagined. 
So there's that. And we have a recent example. <laughs> yes, we do. Of how we've approached having a plan, having a set of certain expectations and desires, and then understanding life. And abandoning the plan. Happens. What? Is that and abandoning the plan? And In a way, getting... yeah. Maybe not like completely jumping ship, but maybe like We've unloading ninety percent of the cargo. No. <laughs> Let's be real. We in the past like three days, we've jumped ship. We might get back on the ship, but yeah. we're, 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 we're on the dock or we're in the water or we're on an island right now. We are not on the ship. Okay. We're talking about potty training, by the way. Potty training. So we the had... The fine art of... I just have to put it this way because one of our actual um, guests on the show, Tammy Williams, I was talking to her about potty training recently. We were having a conversation. She's like, oh, potty training, the lovely experience of teaching another human where to shit and where not to shit. <laughs> basically <laughs> that's me yeah <laughs> if only it were that simple though here yeah. x here yes <laughs> anyway we've shared briefly a couple episodes i don't even know when ago that we were going to be moving into potty training and we did and we have moved into it and now we're at a different space about it and just to be able to talk about it right now like this and like joke like haha we jumped ship or whatever we shifted up is big for me so i don't I don't know about you and where you're at with it or how you feel but just to like release a bunch of stuff at uh, has has been big for me and has been I mean, uh moving into a greater sense and space of peace um and resoluteness for myself yeah you know it's it still gets at me so why don't we do this let's talk about what our plan was yeah. What our resources were. Yeah. And then we'll get into how and why we shifted. So Cool. So I actually made a little list here to kind of follow those elements, those greater elements that I talked about before. So the timing aspect, Maya was approaching 22 months and I read somewhere and it just got embedded in my brain that 22 to 24 months was like this sweet spot. And I was like, cool, we're there, done like d- done deal like no more no more explanation needed you have me and so uh, i bought the book where's that book oh crap potty training uh which is pretty popular by jamie Ooh, jamie Glowacki. i hope i'm pronouncing that right but uh bought the book read it saw other people on instagram and on social media doing it and it's like oh three days done and it just was like Everything was cool. And I was like, this is amazing. We can do that. Maya's smart. We're smart. Like, and then I I looped (laughs) you in. You're like laughing as you're looking at me. You know, I looped you in and, you know, got you on board and your support and like circled it on the calendar. So we read the book, made the plan, and I was ready to stick to the plan at all costs, basically. And of course, there were some expectations. Of course, there was a lot of naivete uh, threaded in there. And then also from myself, this kind of pride thing of being excited to accomplish this thing and also at a time frame when you know, is a little bit on the earlier side. And I just saw down the pipeline, down the poop line (laughs) of, (laughs) you know, us at the other end, you know, with the gold star and the the ribbon of excellence. And I was just really excited about that. Uh, And then there's how it really plays out. Yeah. So I remember you talking about potty training months ago and I think at the time you were kind of reading different things and, and then you got the book. And as you're reading the book, you're sharing with me the intentions and the plans and we hadn't started yet. And then um, somewhere, I don't know if it was before we got started or after, you did get frustrated with me that I wasn't as enrolled in the idea mm-hmm. or 
it didn't seem like I I cared as much. Yeah. Um. So that was interesting for for me to kind of to to be like, no, I'm I'm in. Like I'm following your lead. So then we we started and we carved out four days. We picked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Cleared everything. We were like, everything. no one's going anywhere. No one's and doing anything. It was full poop and pee immersion. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, Maya was naked that whole four days. Yep. And all we did is we just followed the book and we just watched her like a hawk and moved her to the potty whenever she gave her little signals. Yep. And we did that for four days. Mm-hmm. And I I totally was thinking, yeah, after four days, I'm, I'm sure it'll click. And what's funny is looking back, that Monday after the four days, like we got right back into our normal work schedule. We tried, yeah. Well, I, I mean, we we didn't do anything different. We didn't adjust our schedule to like maybe it'll take five days, mm-hmm, maybe it'll take six mm-hmm. days. It was like no. And you had a super busy schedule that next week. Yeah, I sure did. You had a, a crazy busy schedule, and so after day four. And like she was getting it. I think day four was a pretty successful day mm-hmm. where she was saying, you know, poopy. And then she'd go to the potty or mm-hmm. she'd sit down and stand up and be like, look, I did a pee pee. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, my God, she's getting it. Mm-hmm. And then we went into that week. And I think during that week, you know, I, I don't know if it unraveled during the week or the reality sunk in that she got it a couple times. Yeah. But she didn't get it fully. Right. So during that week, it became very clear. And uh, I was over potty training in that week because I spent most of that week doing the potty training with her mm-hmm. while you were doing your schedule stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it strained both of us more more than I thought it would for sure. You it know, was, those was, days are tiring. They're long. Um, you feel like a failure when she misses. Oh, yeah. Like, I got so frustrated because I recognized that her not getting it was due to, to me. It was due mm-hmm. to us not, you know... Uh, this is how I this is how I feel now. Maybe I'll maybe in another month or a year or whatever I'll realize that that this belief is sort of off. But I feel like if she doesn't get it, it's because we're not watching for those signals, mm-hmm. and we aren't, you know, reinforcing the signals and and you know helping her to get it more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really trying to not say that like, she's just not getting. It's just it's on her. It's her. Yeah, fault. I don't think it's one thing fully one way or the other you know i don't think it's that we completely suck and are negligent um i i completely agreed with you that there were a couple days where we we were just done with it emotionally and so we we're like ah, oh, it'll be fine and then we weren't watching her as much and then it was you know oh yeah old she, shit show yeah like um, literally like nothing made in the potty right for like right. two or three days yeah yeah and yeah it has been the hardest parenting experience for me so mm-hmm. far because it's tested, it, it's it's strained you and I. Like it's put stress on you and I more than any of the other stuff. The sleep, yeah. any of the other stuff. I would agree. It's made me the most frustrated, I think, is, is a better way to put it. Yeah. It's yeah, made I, me I've the most that. frustrated. And um, which is so fascinating. It's just like... I hear that from other people though too. And it's one of those things um, that comes up with like each new phase or each new um, landscape you navigate as a parent. You You reach this point of like, how has no one told me this? Or like, how how have I not known about this? Or that this was a thing? Or just the new revelations are astounding, at least for me. As it, while it was incredibly frustrating at times, it was also just like, 
mind blown at every turn of new thing of each new thing. Cause I'm like, how does anyone go anywhere? How does anyone ever have a life? How did anyone ever deal with this? How do the people that I know don't have the threshold and capacity for stress and anxiety? Like I do, how are they still alive? Like it's just all these things yeah. that come up. Um, I think for me with like the sleep stuff, cause sleep was something that so many people told us was going to be a nightmare. Right. And I think because people said it was going to be terrible, I just decided that it was, it was going to be totally awesome. And I've rolled with all the sleep stuff. Yeah. Pretty effortlessly looking back. Like, you know, there was a couple long nights, but I was like, hey, you know what? We're going to do this. And Maya's awesome. And we got it. I didn't have any prep going into potty training. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, four days of, of full immersion. Cool. It'll click. And then we'll just be rocking and rolling with, you know, little kid undies instead of diapers. But we are back to diapers. We are back to diapers. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, I mean, the best way. I mean, that's going to be the bottom line to add a little bit more eloquence and grace to that. It's just calling upon certain things and bringing things into perspective um, to release any sort of stuff around it that I don't need. And by that, I mean uh, letting go of the need for things to happen in a certain time frame and have to look a certain way and be a certain way. Understanding that every kid is so different and every thing and how you want to choose and relate to it, 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 all of that along with make it work for you, whatever it is to feel empowered, feel supported in, in what you're approaching. And I don't know. It's not one thing or the other. Like you said, like, I don't think it's that it's all on us and it's all completely on her because it's a completely new paradigm and behavioral thing for her little brain. And I get all of that. Um, one of the things that came up for me, too, is the the dexterity in terms of her ability to dress and undress herself. So for her to kind of reach a level of graduation in this experience that we would I- ideally like and would be optimal, she would be able to pull her pants down to go to the potty and she doesn't have that yet. Um, and yeah, she's not quite there. So I think there's just a few elements that when lined up and when I really want to take a look at it and myself in the experience, I can be okay with acknowledging. I think I pushed it a little too soon. That's just what it is. And we won't know a hundred percent for sure if we had like stayed gung ho and maybe we cleared two more weeks in our schedule, what that would have looked like. I don't know. Um, I do know she's now 22 months and there's still some time for it's amazing. in just like one month's time, what develops, you know, we've seen her language explode. Like this is all mm-hmm. from like a child developmental standpoint of which we do not have any <laughs> experience or accreditation. However, just in watching our one child that we have, I am curious in like two months time, what, what it could look like. And I'm confident that she's not going to go to college in diapers. I know <laughs> it'll work out when it works out. And uh, you know, maybe we'll look back on this as like, wow, I'm glad we did do that for a second. And who knows how it'll serve us. But I'm just letting it go because I know I put it out there. And so then there's this tendency of, oh, I put it out there. So now everyone's going to be watching me or us or looking for the mark of success or, oh, God, someone's going to see her in a picture now on Instagram and diapers and we're a complete failure. You know, it's all of that is so much stuff that is like not necessary in terms of what matters and what's important in terms of how healthy loved and fun she is and enjoying her life. And, uh, so 
I felt compelled to share this because I want to give some other moms some compassion and love around maybe they went through this experience too, or they went around or multiple rounds or whatever with this or any other aspect of parenting. And just to like not feel alone, not feel like your success as a parent is predicated on this type of stuff. It's just, you know, your relationship to it and your connectedness with yourself and your partner is what matters more. Yeah. Yeah. And What's beautiful about this for for you listening is we're going through this real time. Yeah, dude. So like what you heard Sarah just say, it was all true. And I think about 90% of what you said was for you. Yeah. Because because what you're what you're expressing was you giving forgiveness to yourself because we're in this right now. Right. Like for me, I I get frustrated thinking that we're quitting on something. I get frustrated I get thinking that. that there's like a process that we said we would do and we are bailing on our commitment to it, particularly because in our lives, you and I have made commitments over the past couple of months to do you know, our exercises and I'm doing this challenge through my podcast, which is all about making commitments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, here we are. We made this commitment and because mm-hmm. it got tough, we're, we're letting it slide. And I know that I was the one who who did the first day or period of the day with a diaper where she should have been in no diaper. Gotcha. And this was a couple of, I think this was last week. Yeah. I think right after your mom left. It was like a Thursday or something. Yeah. And I was just tired and I did not feel like, it was It was after her, her nap and I was exhausted. You know, Thursdays are, is a long day for me because I'm with her all day while mm-hmm. you got stuff. And I just didn't feel like following around to try to catch some poops. Or cleaning poops. Yeah. So I just left her in her nap diaper. Mm-hmm. And she stayed in the diaper all the rest of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time since we started this this potty training thing a few weeks ago that she wasn't out of the diaper after the nap. True. So, and a little bit before that, we relaxed just to have some freaking sanity like we all needed to get out of the house and go somewhere and whether yeah, it was like the grocery trips. store or Target or whatever. So we were like, okay, Maya, we're going to put you in a diaper. So like for extended trips, because I just was not spiritually ready for an accident in the middle of, of a grocery yeah. store. So we did do that like a few times. And, but I, st- um, I still felt like that made sense within the parameters of the what we set out to yeah, do. Yeah, the quote unquote training. I yeah, like, yeah. She yeah. goes, I'm not going to expect her to hold it for an hour in the car. Yeah. And we, we for the first few trips... I had her in in uh, with, without a diaper. Right. I just put towels down. Yeah. And she peed all over yeah. everything. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, well, that's not the most effective. We're still doing the potty training thing, so we'll put di- we'll put diapers on her when we go on trips. But last Thursday, I'm like, I'm gonna let her stay in a diaper. And in my mind, I was like, there you go, man. You just went back on that commitment. Mm-hmm. So there's a totally an aspect of all of this that mm-hmm. still for me is raw because. I'm frustrated of, of us backing out on the commitment. And when I dropped her off at her, her uh, daycare today and you were in the car and you're like, yeah, just tell them that we were doing diapers. And I was like, I realized as I'm walking up, I'm like, man, it feels like we just failed. And now mm-hmm. I'm having to tell her like, yeah, so we just couldn't hack it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was too hard for us, this mm-hmm. potty training thing. We didn't, we didn't know parenthood would be this hard. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to keep her in diapers. Like that was the sentiment I had in, in my <sighs> in my body when I when I shared. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like you know, again, this is this is me this is me giving myself some slack in real time. It's like 
it is what it is. Yeah. You know, like, am I, do I really want to stress out or, or have potty training hovering over my head while there's so many other beautiful things happening that it's going to let, it's going to pull me down. It's like, nah, Maya's getting it. You mm-hmm. know, like she's connecting and she's still, she's still communicating, communicates about yep. the peas and the yep. poos. And, and I, and I feel like even though the past, I think earlier I said about three days, we've totally, I don't think she's looked at the potty in about three days. No, I feel like you and I are going to have a, a, a jam sesh where we sit down and we're like, okay, what do we want? What's the plan moving forward? Are we yeah. going to sometimes promote the potty and sometimes not? Are we just going to totally say, you know what? We're just going to put all potty training on pause until she reaches two and then we're going to kick it back in. Mm-hmm. You and I haven't done that yet and I know I'll feel better when we do. So, yeah. I, so that I feel like, okay, there is a plan. Yeah, we're not just like in this limbo phase. Yeah. It's like, um, do I hit reorder on Amazon for diapers or what? Like yeah, what's happening here? Yeah, exactly. Because when, yeah, when I get it. we were in diapers, that was part of the plan. We would reorder diapers on Amazon. Yeah. The past week or so, we've been doing like one-off trips to the grocery store to buy yeah, 10 at a time. Yeah, them, yeah. Because ah. we're in limbo. <laughs> so it's cool because there's so many parenting limbo potentials out there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, this is the first time that we've w- within the past two years that we're kind of like oh shit that didn't work okay uh we need to reassess yeah and uh i need to collect myself because i was you know i i, I yesterday man yesterday i put her in her room after a bath and I, there was no pajamas <laughs> and no no nighttime diapers so i'm like all right my i'm gonna run and grab a, pa- a pair of pajamas from the laundry room. I was gone 30 seconds, come back, and she's in the corner sitting in a pu- puddle of pee. I was like, ah, come on, dad. Like, yeah, yeah. That was a dad, that was a dumb dad moment. So, you know, all of this stuff is is learning. Yeah. And I love how you said that you, that, you know, a, your message to moms and parents out there is like, it's all okay. Yeah. You know, and man, I, I love social media, but social media fucks parents heads up Mm. because you go on there and you know like you're big on instagram Mm -hmm. what you see on instagram is only what they want you to see yeah and it's so easy for you to go and look and see something that's like it took us three days maybe three days of of you know full immersion but it was three months of getting it fine-tuned right right You, you don't know because they just share what People share what you they want you to see. There isn't transparency. There isn't authenticity on social media. Or, or I would say it's rare that somebody is fully transparent. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like you want to you want to put forward a, a certain image. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm so guilty of going on social media or blogs or reading different business things for me, for example, and comparing myself and saying, man, I am not a smart entrepreneur because this person's doing this and look at all the success they're having and it's just like i think anybody can relate to that yeah you know having any sort of standard for yourself you then it's easy to compare yourself and think you're doing less than sure sure and i want to touch on for a second you talked about you know the committing to something and then not following through or quitting on it you know because i get that too and i've felt some of that and even when you were sharing it i felt like some of the rising in my body of like fuck yeah we did like we committed to this thing whatever flip of that just tiny flip of that 
think of moving into an experience like birth. When you have an idea, you have a plan, you have a, a thing laid out, and then there's flux, there's flow, there's um, variation in terms of what pops up because you're dealing with a circumstance and you're also dealing with this other entity, this other human, this other energy that is learning their own thing as well um, and, and brings their own stuff to the table. So I just say that for maybe a little bit of my own piece around that, that yeah, we committed to it, but maybe we didn't create the most conducive space environment or whatever, or maybe just plain blank, like she, she didn't sign on fully yet. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. and there could be so many opinions on that. And I totally get it from a more professional, you know, um, academic standpoint of people who do have a lot of experience with this and, and all of that. And that's great. And then there's also the bottom line that, you know, you know, your child and, everyone is so different and all of that great stuff. Um, but that helps me with the commitment thing that like, yeah, we may have like signed or, or circled a date on the calendar and all that stuff. And then there's also Maya and yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say it again. It's, it's really beautiful that we're in it right now. Yeah. So this, this is, is some of the real emotion stuff. that comes up this real, whatever. And I am just floored humbled it it tickles me more and more as time goes on it certainly didn't tickle me a month and a half ago whenever we started on this but this thing can bring the most like badass person to their knees huh, this yeah. is like i was just thinking about that i was just like man the people who <laughs> have had to do this and go through this like i can only imagine it's humbling yeah you know, for sure. So many parenting things are humbling. For sure. And, you know, I think you just, like, you just want, you know, for me, I, I just want Maya to, to, when she gets it, those moments when she goes to the potty and gets it, she's so excited. Oh, my God. Yes. It's like the same energy as an orgasm. Like, it's so, like, yes. Yeah, I totally. Well, that's, I mean, that's, you know, coming from us, but, like, for her... She looks at me like, Daddy. I know. I poo pooed in the potty. Yeah. And she's so happy with herself. Yeah. And I love that. And I and I want her to feel that, you know, all the time. So there's definitely a part of me that's like, oh, baby girl, just come on, just just try harder. Yeah. <laughs> just try harder because it's gonna it's gonna feel great. Physically, your body's gonna feel better. And I know emotionally you're gonna love yeah. it. <laughs> you're gonna be so proud of yourself, little girl. And you know, it's like it is what it is. Yeah. I think as long as as you and I and this stuff is such such a great opportunity for us to get like it's just a, a reality check. Sure. You know the things that like where our uh, our our areas of opportunity in the relationship are, because when you're dealing with a kid who's got poo smeared all over their legs and they're stomping in it and it's like smeared on the floor and then she starts peeing like and then you're trying to communicate with one another about what each of you needs. The areas that are weak or the areas that are strong really get highlighted. Mm -hmm. And where you act as a team and where you don't really act as a team really gets highlighted. And how you deal with stress and how I deal with stress gets highlighted. Yeah. It's so interesting. And, and uh, you know, for all those moments, I mean, you and I are big people in our own personal development and, and all that stuff. And it's it's for those moments that I am grateful for this experience. And it's like, wow, you know, you learn a lot. And uh, I'm grateful for to have, to be able to look back and, and kind of pull some lessons from it that 
that we can apply. Because, hey, then we're in Ikea and we're shopping and things aren't going as we want and there's a little bit of stress and we're not communicating well. It's like, oh, shit. It shows up in multiple areas, not just one. Yeah. You know, and it's just opportunity to work on all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Potty training in the Bivens household. Yes. In the in the Bevins? Bevins the household? B- Byron's? Bevins? Bershmer? Ble- Blevin. Bershmer? Blevin household. Oh, okay. The Blevins. The Blevin. McBlevin. Party of two. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for doing this with me. Uh, this is this is cool. I appreciate the conversation. And just, I think this has been great and even like processing a little bit more of it, a little bit more of it day by day. And then what you said, I think we'll have a little bit of like a come to Jesus thing and um, see where we're going to move forward and just keep being awesome. And she'll keep being awesome. And the world will keep spinning and all of that great stuff. And she'll keep pooping. She'll keep pooping. That's for sure. Okay, <laughs> so guys, if you have any feedback on any of this or questions for us, anything we talked about basically in this episode, um, hit us up. Hello at diahpodcast.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram as well at diahpodcast. Anything else, Mr. Blevins? <laughs> I love you. I love you too. And we love you. Thank you guys. Yes, we do. Bye. Peace. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.